welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today for what is now episode 39 of our Road to 2021 mini-series. And as always, you are joined by your hosts, Tiara and Jack. Now, before we get into today's episode, we just want to remind you that if you do enjoy these podcasts, please feel free to tell your family and friends about them, take a screenshot, post it to your social media stories. If you are listening on the iTunes podcast app, please feel free to leave us a rating and potentially write us a review. And if you are interested in getting in touch with us regarding our coaching services, you can always just Google The Bodybuilding Dietitians, or alternatively, go to www.thebodybuildingdietitians.com, which is a link you can find in the show notes or any of our Instagram bios. And remember, we don't just coach comp prep competitors. We do coach anyone with a health and fitness related goal. Now, Jack, I want to hear all about your week. Great. So it was feels like I haven't spoken to you guys in ages, but it was only seven days ago. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just because a lot has happened this week, all positive, which is good, and a lot to fill you guys in on. So probably first and fo- foremost, I'll start with saying that we have returned to YouTube mm-hmm. and we put out one video, which I made myself, and that was basically a day in the life, a refeed, full day of eating, all that stuff. Got some training in there, got some posing practice, and I really enjoyed filming it and putting it all together. So it really would mean a lot to us if you could head over to our YouTube channel at The Bodybuilding Dietitians and give that a like, give it a comment, give it a share if you want as well. Because like in the initial stages of the YouTube channel, just like the podcast, it's a bit of a slog. And any new viewer or new subscriber goes a long way with just getting out of that bit of a trench and promoting ourselves a bit more. So yeah, anyone who wants to do that, it would mean a lot to both of us. Yeah, I love how you got that sudden urge, you know, and motivation to bring, be like, let's get back on the tube, you know? So, because we did make quite a few videos last year, right? But then we took a bit of a hiatus Mm. during COVID and everything like that. It was actually 2019, believe it or not. 2019, that's when we started. Yeah. Man, well, yeah, you know, your first video came out and the great thing is is that like you know you were such a natural in it and it was really efficient you edited that night you posted it the next day and even my clients had already watched it that night they thought it was actually really funny because you posted it on the friday night and then in my client check-ins on the saturday morning like surprisingly all the clients i checked in with had actually watched the youtube Mm -hmm. video and they were just laughing because you were like don't tell tiara that i touched her precious cream of wheat (laughs) (laughs) am i really that territorial over food (laughs) i mean it is precious it's like gold dust and prep i'll agree with you there you know it was definitely retrogradated i perfected (laughs) that one on my high day yeah that that nice crust but yeah, if you guys are interested in what I eat on my refeed days, go check it out. I've also got another video coming, which is in the works, which is actually my low day, so the opposite end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. going through what I eat on a lower day and how I optimize my diet for weight loss. But other than that, it was a successful week otherwise. I, In terms of nutrition, I had a drop in macros for the first time in like 1.5 to 2 months. And basically on the low days, I decreased by 25 carb to 250 and kept protein the same at 250 and dropped fat by 10 from 60 to 50 grams. And then my high days uh, dropped from 60 to 50 grams of fat, stayed at 525 carb and 250 protein. And what were the main, you know, nutritional modifications you made to actually achieve those macro goals? Yeah, that's a good question. So basically it came 
exclusively from pumpkin. And I changed from potato in my third meal of the day. Well, basically, okay, I had a few arrangements. So initially I was having potato post-workout. I switched potato to pumpkin and shifted that to meal three because it was lower calorie. So that way I had my two biggest and most calorific meals of the day before and after training. Mm -hmm. So breakfast is still oats, then cream of wheat post-workout, then pumpkin with some other veg and an egg white, and then some... Yeah, veg stuff for dinner as well. Yeah. So and apart it, from knowing the numbers, like, did you feel any different, or was it quite manageable? Yeah, it was very manageable. If anything, I'm probably eating more volume. Mm -hmm. So that's that's really good. The so yeah, you're right. Like, if 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 I didn't know that it was lower macros, then I didn't feel any different. And I mean, it's more of a chronic thing at this stage where hunger is very much under control. Like, I've, I'm dealing with that. But over the weeks, like. I reckon if we compared, if we could suddenly like snap our fingers and be like, okay, this is how I felt at 25 weeks out and this is how I feel exactly right now, it would be like a massive shock to the system. Yeah, it's but, like, whoa, I feel like I haven't slept for three days, I'm that exhausted. <laughs> yeah, and because it's so chronic, like it happens bit by bit each day, we don't realize it and that's what makes it so manageable, I think. Mm -hmm. But And that's why I don't think this macro cut really like phased me at all. It was like, uh, I... I'm eating more volume. I still put the same amount of stuff in my mouth and chew it. And yeah, fortunately, it, it was very manageable. And that's the way it should be, you know? And that's what we've always preached, being strategic, especially when it comes to your carbohydrate sources, right? Like you wouldn't start off your prep 25 weeks out eating hella pumpkins, right? No. I wouldn't start out my prep 25 weeks out eating hella air pop popcorn, you know, whatever it may be. You just, you don't do that. So you have those tricks up your sleeve when you need to use them. And then you can psychologically trick yourself like, hey, I'm not really eating less food. It's the same, if not more food volume. Yeah, totally. That's it. And in terms of nutrition, there's not too much else to say. I think it's just honestly going really smoothly. I had a nice, decent drop in body weight. Again, I don't want to, at this stage, it's not really right to say, oh, I had a nice big drop because I don't want big drops mm. anymore because it's just going to lead to loss of muscle mass. And so it was... In spite of saying that, what is it was a decent drop, which was kind of expected considering like I haven't made any calorific adjustments for so long. Mm -hmm. So basically the week before I was 81.57, this week I averaged at 80.72. So about 800, just over 800 grams loss. And that'll last me really nicely for these last two weeks of this training block. Uh, just like, just gives me a bit of a head start and then I'll be deloading and having a diet break in not in, in three weeks time basically yeah so essentially your deload and diet break will coincide with the ifbb queensland show yeah very nice how, i have how a bit exciting. more energy backstage Woohoo! that's what i need i need a man who has energy to help pump me up <laughs> yep i'll be there that's for sure and hopefully the camera will be there as well yes that's true you know that would be pretty neat to vlog it <laughs> yeah cool well that's body weight so this i guess I had some pretty close calls to being below 80 kilos this week. The lowest weigh-in I got was 80.3. And then it's jumped back to 80.9 this morning, which is expected after the high days. So I really wouldn't be surprised if this coming week I do drop below 80 kilos, which will be its just a number, but it is a bit of a milestone. Yeah, it's new territory, you yeah. know, in the 70s, man. Yeah. Well, in the high 79s, yes. I should say. <laughs> yeah, and based off how my physique is looking, I think... I'm in a good spot just to cruise into that first show, lose like two to three more kilos, probably more like three. 
and yeah, it's all looking promising. You just got to get there. Hell yeah, dude, very achievable in the next 10 weeks, mm. right? We have to keep reminding ourselves that, you know, we're still 10 weeks out from ICN. Yeah. Like that is, a, that's well over two months. That's a decent mm. chunk of time. And it's, it's interesting because I feel like as prep goes on, you know, for example, like you might be at that 18 week out mark and you're like, God damn, I'm 18 weeks out. There's not much time left. Mm. But like you hit this point then where it's like kind of around 10 weeks out and it's almost like in reverse. Yeah, right? I, exactly. It's weird. <laughs> I think it's to do with like the external motivation and mm-hmm. you're, especially if you're ready on time or early, when you see your physique, you're like, I think that kind of reinforces how close you are. In reality, you're not actually as close as you might think, which I think overall is positive because it really keeps you, keeps you going. Yeah, absolutely. I know that I definitely felt like that because when we were in Noosa, I was around like 12 weeks out, right? And I was like, God damn, like only 12 weeks left. Like, you know, it's it's time to really, you know, like kick things into gear. Not that I wasn't already, but you mm. know what I mean. But now I'm three weeks out and I'm like, shiz, that's still like one seventh of my prep. Mm. You know, like three weeks, it still seems like a long ass time away. <laughs> and even 10 weeks, that's like a whole fifth of the year. Yeah. That's a lot of time. Flips, like still, that is more time than some people allow themselves to prep. <laughs> yeah, true that. But just to finish off my end of things, like with training, I'm still training in the mornings and I'm just in a good rhythm with that, like still progressing where I can, still choosing to maintain where I can as well. The upper body is getting a bit tricky, I'm not going to lie, like my Thursday session, I I think I did actually regress on machine chest press, I took a maintenance on the Smith machine incline press, but I'm still, like you give some you take and like what I've realized is that if I go ham on the Smith machine incline press and I do my utmost best to progress or I go to failure across all those three sets, then I probably am going to take a little bit of a hit in the, in my second pressing movement, mm. which is just normal when you look at it like that. Cause you're, it's, it's the sacrifice. Yeah. It's almost like a fuel tank. If you use up more fuel earlier in your trip, then you have less, uh, you can't go as fast for, for the remainder on mm-hmm. the highway, whatever analogy you want to use there. But Maybe I need to be a little bit more strategic in that instance, but I'm hoping it was just a slight one-off. Again, it's not the end of the world. It was just like a rep or two down. And it's kind of come a bit slightly hand-in-hand with the bigger drop this week. So, yeah. So you're at that point now where obviously, you know, you're holding on like for dear life with some of these pushing movements, really trying to maintain those numbers. Do you think there's going to be a point in the coming weeks where, you know, you might drop it back like 2.5 kilograms and potentially change your rep range? Something similar to that. Fortunately, I'm in the position where I only do six week blocks. Mm -hmm. So it's very good in that instance where I can plan it out. So let's say I'm doing 85 kilos for the machine chest press and I'm really struggling right now. So what I might do next block is start the block at 82.5 where I'm fresh, I'm coming off the diet break and the deload. And so the perception of effort should be a fair bit lower than what it is now. And hopefully I should then be able to like progress with that weight or even just, even if I maintain with that weight for that block, then that's still a win in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the plan. What it, So like in my head right now, I'm just thinking, okay, I've only got two more weeks to like hold on for dear life with some of these exercises. And then I'll I'll kind of be a bit rejuvenated after the diet break, which I was last time. And for me, I'm I'm really confident that I can maintain pretty much all the bigger exercises. Yeah, awesome. Well, good for you. Thanks. Yeah, so 
that's it from me. Yeah, don't have too much else to say. It's just going smoothly, but I'm keen to hear what you have to say. Yeah, so we are recording this on the last day of January 2021. Man, so one month down out of the year already. But, you know, it's a Sunday as usual, and today officially three weeks out from the first show of the season, right? And again, like, these weeks, they are just, like, I feel like it's just going by really, really quickly, you know? Like, before we know, it's like, oh, it's Sunday afternoon again. We're podcasting, Mm. right? But being three weeks out, you know, I feel like I'm definitely feeling all of the emotions of being three weeks out, right? I'm feeling equally as motivated and driven as I am a little bit fatigued, (laughs) which is normal, right? Like I would, and they'll change by the hour. Oh, they'll change by the hour. Just like how my, my perception of how my physique looks, you know, changes by every 10 minutes. Right. Um, like I like it. Oh man, it could be better. Right. (laughs) Which is normal. So Mm. I feel like, I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be (laughs) three weeks out. If you're not a little bit tired at this point, like, are you really three weeks out or are you really pushing it? You know what I mean? Or you're, yeah. And outlier. Yes, yes, you are an outlier. Uh, But yeah, pretty much this past week, it's been very similar to the other weeks. You know, like we're on such a wonderful routine. I just know what to expect every single day in terms of, you know, work and training and meals and sleep and downtime and, you know, everything's really scheduled, which is really nice. You know, nothing's super sporadic. So we are so fortunate to be able to have structured our life in that sense. But I feel like this past week, you know, it's been good because I'm really looking out for myself, you know, in terms of where I invest my energy. Because I think that anyone who's certainly ever worked with me or you guys have probably picked up on the podcast, you know, like I'm pretty damn high energy, Mm. you know, especially during an interaction. I'm like, hey, you know, like, how was your day? Oh, my God. Like, I like I love your T-shirt, whatever it may be. I give a lot of energy to people. And especially with my clients, you know, during, I do video check-ins with all of my clients and, you know, there's a lot of those every single week, right? And I give my energy to people, which is the way it should be, you know, like that's my role and I'm here to inspire and help people. And that's just who I am. But I, I still do have to look out for myself because it's a natural instinct for me to invest my energy into other things. But then like once I get off a call, like I'm kind of like, whoa, like I almost have to come back down and I'm like, whoa, that actually took a little bit out of me, especially considering, you know, I've been dieting for quite a long time now and uh, like energy availability certainly isn't like through the roof, (laughs) but I've been a lot better, you know, this past week at really just like the ability to say no almost and just looking out. Put off the gas. Yeah, but like obviously still working hard and being productive, but Mm. just not... There's a difference between doing what needs to be done versus just doing too much where it becomes unnecessary. Yeah, and it's tough because it's in my nature to always want to be doing something. But, you know, for example, let's say it's a Wednesday, right? Which is a rest day for us, so we're not necessarily training. And training doesn't take away my energy. You know, training gives me energy. I freaking love my training, right? But let's say it's a Wednesday and I've got like, you know, six video check-ins booked in. You know, you and I record a podcast. I might Skype with Steph. And then like someone might email me like in terms of a dietetic consult, right? And they're like, oh, you know, I'm available tomorrow or today, right? Like they're available on that Wednesday. Like the old me would have been like, oh, cool. You know, I got an hour and a half gap. Like let's schedule in a dietetic consult on top of this, right? But it's like, it's too much, man, right? Mm -hmm. Because then like I come out of the office at night and I'm like, gosh, darn Jack. Like I just need to sit the flips down. (laughs) 
Uh, but I've really been looking out for myself, like taking away that urgency and being like, no, Tara, it's okay. Like just schedule it for another time. You don't have to do it right now, right? Like it's not immediate. And I felt a heck of a lot better for it, you know? So it's good. I'm looking out for myself because again, like I don't have copious amounts of energy to just like throw out the window. I need to take care of myself. So yeah, things are good. I've also stopped working on a Sunday afternoon, which is really good. And I've reserved that time so that I can just go to the pool and I can read and I can chill the flips out, right? Like and podcasts with you and chill with the dogs. And like, you know, I shouldn't be working on a Sunday afternoon. What the heck? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, but yeah, this past week has been good in terms of body composition. Again, weight loss is still going really well. So did stick to that 300 gram loss. So from last week, from that 61 kilograms down to 60.7 kilograms this morning, I'm honestly predicting a new low tomorrow because yeah, today I'm just feeling like, I'm like, man, if I don't wake up to a new low tomorrow, like what the heck? I don't know how I feel so low energy and I'm not losing weight on this, but yeah, I'm predicting that this next coming week should definitely drop by a minimum another 300 grams. So certainly inching closer to that 60 kilograms and well on track to be on stage, you know, in the 59s. I'm predicting my stage weight's probably going to be around 59 and a half to 59.8, somewhere around there, right? So at this point, still three weeks out and still have less than a kilogram to lose. So that's pretty good. Also considering that in peak week, I'm not going to be filling myself with a bunch of vegetables, right? So it's going to take away the, a bit of the food bulk, you know, like my belly's not going to be full of capsicums because I want a very, very tiny waist. Because <laughs> like right now, you know, I'm only on 175 grams of carbs. So I've swapped out a lot of my fruits that I would normally eat for like, you know, just big bowls of cucumbers and tomatoes with some spices, right? For the same carbs, but it's like hella more volume. Mm. Yeah. Especially in the water department. Exactly. Yeah, I actually posted this thing on Instagram this week because I always want to be honest with people, right? I I never want to be misleading. I never want to, you know, like spread some sort of incorrect message that, oh, I'm in prep and I'm eating so much food, right? It's more like I'm drinking a lot of my food. So I usually space out my food to, again, create the illusion that I'm eating a lot more right? Because again, psychologically, that just helps me be like, you're not dieting, you know, like, look how many mouthfuls you can take kind of thing. So I spread my food out and I take a lot of photos, you know, on Instagram. And I post these on my stories of like my big egg white omelets, you know, my big salads, big bowls of oats, but to create the illusion that you're eating more, obviously like spread things out on a plate. And if you're having things in bowls, use really shallow wide bowls and add hell water to your food. So for example, a few days ago, I posted a picture of my lunch, which is like an egg white omelet with a few dollops of cottage cheese and some spices, 80 grams of oats, which is like five grams of chia seeds or hemp seeds, and then a salad, which just had some cucumber, tomato, and celery in it, like a little bit of spices, balsamic, and passata, right? And I spread this thing out and I'm like, you know, this looks like a lot of food, but then in the salad alone, right? That's over 400 grams of vegetables. In 400 grams of vegetables, how much water is there? Like 350 mils? Probably. Yeah, yeah. it's mostly, it's mostly water. It's like the juicer that we talked about. Yeah. If you juiced all that, 
weigh the pulp wouldn't yeah, be much. Exactly. So you've got 350 mils in the salad. My oats, right? My oats are only 80 grams of oats, but I look, I put like 800 milliliters of water in there, cook the hell out of it, and then let it sit on the counter for like three or four hours so it soaks up. You've got almost a liter of water in 80 grams of oats. And then in my egg white, which is only 30 grams of protein, right? Uh, there I would add around 200 milliliters of water. So you've got almost 1.5 liters of water in my lunch, <laughs> right? So basically I am drinking my food. <laughs> so that's why it just makes me laugh when people are like, you're eating so much and you're in prep. And I'm like, you just have to take a look at your macros to know that's not true. Either. Yeah, exactly. And I would argue 175 grams of carbs. That's not a lot of food. You know, I'm eating around 1600 calories right now. That's not a lot of food. Mm. So yeah, I just want to make that clear that I am definitely drinking a lot of water and, you know, I'm eating a lot of air too. Like air pop popcorn wafting up my nice cream with so much air. Guys, it's all an illusion. <laughs> so just wanted to make that clear. But I thought just wanted to put that out on the table, literally spread it out, <laughs> take your time, use a teaspoon. It's interesting um, how we're different like that. Like I basically almost all my meals are just in one mm, bowl or yeah. one pan the best bowl in the house <laughs> yep jack's like why don't you just buy your own because <laughs> sometimes i use it when jack's not because it's the perfect bowl to make a protein cake in on high days yeah i think that bowl is literally as old as me it's got a few chips here and there but it's uh i really hope it doesn't break i love it it's honestly part of the family yeah. yeah, we need to. Hint, hint, birthday present. You know, June's not too far away. <laughs> I'll think about it. Yeah, but you know, that's pretty much food. And I'm not going to lie, you know, being three weeks out, I've certainly noticed this past week, like I've definitely been a lot more food focused, right? Like just, you know, I'll be eating a meal and I'll literally be thinking about my next meal. You know, like I'll be eating my salad and my oats at lunchtime and I'll be thinking about my nice cream post-workout. And sometimes I actually have to like, slap myself in the forehead and be like Tara stop you know like just focus on what you're eating now like it's inevitable you're gonna eat in three hours from now just stop thinking mm. about it but obviously I'm hungry cycle of like fortunately I haven't experienced that yet mm -hmm. like because the more you think about it the hungrier you get and the hungrier you get the more difficult it is to yeah. stop thinking about it of so. course and like you know obviously I've tried my absolute best to reduce food focus and reduce decision fatigue because I don't follow necessarily a strict meal plan, but my meals are definitely planned and I'm mm. eating very similar things every single day, which majorly reduces that decision fatigue. Cause again, I know exactly what I'm going to be having each meal. So I'm not like sitting in the kitchen, you know, like being like, Oh, I have these many macros and going through the pantry and be like, Oh, should I have this or that or this or that? Right? Like it's final. I've made my decision. And that's actually a huge tip for people when you are dieting, right? Like, again, I'm not saying you have to follow a super strict meal plan, but like just decide in advance what you're going to eat, lock it in, right? And then just go for it. Like, don't put yourself in that position of like IFFYM to the max, right? Where you're really trying to fit all these little things in every single day mm -hmm. and it being different. Cause again, that majorly plays in with just increasing food focus, which again, if you're majorly food focused, it draws your attention away from other things in your life. And you can't focus on other things like your work, like your training, like your relationships. Cause you're just like, you know, thinking about, oh man, do I want oats or cream of wheat for lunch? Because if I have cream of wheat, then I can have a little bit of peanut butter. But if I have oats, that means I can have more oats, like whatever it may be, just lock it in and freaking go for it. 
so yeah, definitely notice I'm more food focused. Definitely notice that I'm hungrier because I'm eating a lot more vegetables and I'm actually like, I'm so hungry sometimes. I'm just genuinely looking forward to like having my water <laughs> or like having my flavored tea or whatever it may be. So yeah, but that's just me being honest at this point in prep, but three weeks to go, you know, and I am super freaking pumped and I'm definitely feeling on track and you know, I've put in so much goddamn work and like when I'm in the gym, I'm definitely in a very good headspace. Like there's no time left to be a little bitch, you know, like there's only three weeks, right? Like I'm only doing Smith machine lunges another two times. I'm doing my Bulgarians another three times. I have not missed a single week this entire prep. So really pushing through and still matching all of those numbers because you know, I just, I really want this and I'm so goddamn excited to just get on stage in three weeks and just be the best I ever have been and just really celebrate and man, it's just going to be really good. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much where I am right now in terms of training, nutrition. I did check. I finally got two by 10 with my chin-ups this past week. Yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. Oh, so good. That's the perk, right? Obviously of dieting and doing body weight exercises and maintaining your strength, right? Like you will definitely see performance increases in those. So really happy to be able to do now two sets of 10 with my chin-ups and my other two sets were two by nine. So yeah, definitely increasing there. So that'd be pretty cool. Hope I'm hoping that by the time I'm in the 59s, I can pump out four sets of 10. That would be pretty epic. Yeah, definitely. I'm in a similar situation with pull-ups as well. Mm -hmm. But you're doing weighted pull-ups, right? Well, yeah, I've, I've, I remember I was doing bodyweight pull-ups in lockdown Mm -hmm. and then I've lost 15 kilos and I've recently started doing like just over 20 kilos for the weighted pull-ups. Holy flips. So that's, yeah, definitely an increase in strength. That's awesome. Because it was a sort of newish movement when I started. So that was nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but overall, this past week has just been really good. Had a few things come in the mail, like a new watch band. My watch band actually broke, and I didn't have it over last weekend. And it was really interesting because I wasn't wearing my watch for two days. But again, I'm on such a routine that I always kind of go for the same amount of walks and expend the same amount of expenditure. But it almost felt freeing not tracking my steps, Jack. It was very strange. (laughs) I don't know. It was really nice. It's almost like taking a break or for a day or two from not tracking your macros, but eating the same thing, right? But not having to log it in my fitness pal or like going to the gym and doing the same workout, but not having to log it in your spreadsheets. Like interesting. Yeah. It felt a bit freeing. It was, it was really nice. And also had, I actually had to buy a brand new pair of heels because I've actually practiced posing so much in these past like seven months of my improvement season that my heel strap has actually snapped. <laughs> so I actually had to buy a brand new pair of heels for the competition. So yeah, at least that goes to show that's literally evidence that I have been putting in the work and practicing my posing, right? Yeah, definitely. You've, I wonder how many hours it takes to wear out a uh, heels. Oh, I would have lost count, but a lot, but hopefully, you know, it goes to show for it. Cause again, that's why I'm just excited in three weeks to step on stage and be such a better poser. You know, that's ultimately my goal, right? Just every time I get on stage, just be better than the time I was before. Right. Because yeah, there's honestly, there's no better experience than stage experience. And that's how you're truly going to get better. Mm, yeah. I think well, we've discussed this before, how if you are not better than last time, what you doing (laughs) well at least in our case yes so it's kind of a given if we're going to step up on stage that we're going to be 
better than last time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. Me too. Let's wrap this up though. Okay, man. Well, what is one thing that you want to improve this week? So I want to improve my editing skills, I guess. So I use iMovie for editing the YouTube videos and I definitely pick things up pretty quickly again, straight away. However, just if I can learn a few things, if I can learn how to find some decent free music, that would be nice. Cause it can, it's all those like bubbly, happy, like little jingle jangles, which are nice, but sometimes you want something a bit more unique than the uh, tropical house. Yeah, well just look up like royalty free hard style or something. Yeah, I'm not sure if I want hard style. It's, okay. <laughs> what, why did you go to hard style? You like hard style. Yeah, not in a YouTube video. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Okay, sorry. Clear. I need to learn more about the tubes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what uh, what did you want to improve on? This week, I want to try to improve my bank account, my financial status. Not that I'm financially driven or anything like that, but you know, a little extra money doesn't hurt. I did clean my car, right? And uh, I got it up on car sales, you know, and got the road safety and all that jazz. So this week, I just want to, you know, get a buyer to buy my car. You know, there's been a lot of people that have been interested in the car and, you know, with inspections and stuff. So let's just hope in this coming week that someone locks in, buys my little Nissan Micra, right? And uh, we get that thing out of the yard and then the <laughs> chimney's just here to stay. Yeah, awesome. Great. Well, cool. let's do that. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy the podcast, remember, please take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, tag myself, tag Jack, tag TBD, and we'll catch you next and week. And you'll add the link to the YouTubes. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely watch Jack's most recent YouTube video. So yeah, just, you know, I'll put the link down below in the show notes or just search the bodybuilding dietitians on YouTube. Sweet ass. Thanks, guys. And we'll catch you next week.